Germany is known for the quality of its research. While going for a PhD, one often faces a dilemma between PhD at a university and a PhD in the industry. I'm your host Paras Mehta and today on India to Germany, we speak with Dr. Ajay Pai about PhD in the industry in Germany and how it differs from a PhD in academia. Ajay is working as a senior staff application engineer at Infineon Technologies in Munich. Infineon Technologies was also the industrial partner in his PhD in the area of automotive power electronics. Prior to that, he did his master's at RWTH Aachen University and his bachelor's at NIT Karnataka in India. Welcome Ajay, it's great to have you on the podcast. Thank you Paras, it's uh, definitely my pleasure uh, to be here. Thanks for inviting me here. Thanks. Uh, so Ajay, today uh, we are going to discuss the topic of uh, PhD, uh, specifically industrial PhD. Um, but before we do that, uh, why don't you introduce yourself uh, to our listeners? Yes, of course. Uh, so hi, uh, my name is Ajay Pai. Um, so I did my bachelor's in technology from NITK Suratkal back in uh, 2010. And after that, I came to Germany for my master's uh, from Erwe Teha Aachen in 2014. So since then, I have been working as an application engineer at Infineon Technologies in Munich. And my focus is power semiconductors for e-mobility applications. Meanwhile, I also did an industrial PhD from Friedrich Alexander University Erlangen or the University of Erlangen. And this was supported by my uh, employer, Infineon. Oh, right. Okay. So uh, so after that, you then just continued working at Infineon? Yes. Okay. That's already a good start. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, maybe then you could tell us a little bit about what is an industrial PhD? Yes. So um, maybe, Paras, I would like to give uh, uh, first a bit of a background. Uh, so f- first of all, there are, uh, you know, two streams of or two forms of uh, PhDs in uh, Germany or uh, yeah, also outside Germany. So one is the so-called uh, structural uh, structured PhD, which includes uh, systematic coursework. And the topic is generally well-defined. Uh, you know, th- this is the type of PhD which we find uh, typically in uh, English-speaking countries. Also in India, for example, where there is a defined uh, coursework, uh, the topic is quite well-defined and the path is also quite uh, well-defined. Okay. So this is the first uh, type of PhD. And the second is the so-called uh, individual PhD. And this typically involves no coursework. And uh, as one might, uh, you know, guess from the name, uh, here the individual is responsible for the path uh, of the uh, PhD and also for the topic of the uh, dissertation. Uh, So I must also say that this is the most common uh, type of PhD in Germany. Uh, This is uh, changing, uh, but today this is the most common type of PhD. Okay. so uh, coming now to your question regarding um, industrial PhD. So this is a type of individual PhD where the candidate is not really based in the university, but rather in a company and is researching on a topic uh, which is uh, interesting to the company. And uh, yeah, from the funding point of view, also uh, the, the candidate is funded by the company. So this is in a nutshell an industrial uh, PhD. Okay. 
So yeah, structured PhD is like what you see. I, I remember seeing it in the UK. Uh, you have like four years. In the first year, you do some coursework. And then the rest of the years, you already have a kind of a well-defined path for your PhD. Um, right? That's yes. structured PhD. Yes, yes, absolutely. That's uh, right. Okay. But usually an industrial PhD is... Uh, an individual PhD. Yes, in most cases, this is an individual uh, uh, PhD because normally the so the expectation in a structural PhD is that uh, the candidate is uh, attending classes, taking courses, you know, taking uh, uh, or organizing exams, uh, correcting papers, uh, and this normally needs that uh, the candidate is based in the university. And uh, uh, however, uh, in an industrial PhD, the candidate is usually uh, based in a company. And, you know, in my case, for example, uh, I was based in Munich, uh, whereas the university uh, is in Erlangen. So there was uh, there's a quite a bit of distance, which means I cannot be in the university uh, on a regular basis. Okay. So this is why uh, industrial PhDs tend to be uh, individual PhDs. All right. So you were spending most of your time at the company that you were on their premises. Yes, that's right. All right. Yes. Uh, so that so the typical type of PhD, uh, I mean, at least in my head, is uh, the one that you just said uh, is the one uh, which you do at the university. Uh, so this academic PhD. Yes. Um, so uh, in what respects does uh, an industrial PhD differ from an academic PhD? Yes. Yeah, so th that's a very uh, relevant question. So um, in an academic PhD, uh, so the candidate is uh, normally, uh, like I said, based in the university and he performs uh, research on a topic uh, th that is usually aligned with uh, some specific institute of that uh, university. And uh, th uh, these candidates are normally either funded by the university or they are funded from a scholarship like a government or a private scholarship. But in an industrial PhD, uh, the candidate is typically a full-time employee of a company, which means he is uh, he or she is 100% of the time uh, at the company, but has uh, uh, has to work on a topic which is, uh, of course, uh, along the li lines of interest of the company, and is usually also funded by the company. So this is the main uh, difference from uh, um, uh, academic uh, PhD. And uh, uh, moreover, um, you know, industrial topics are normally uh, more, uh, let's say, uh, um, applied research oriented, uh, and they're focusing mostly on uh, topics like technology or, uh, you know, application or production, which is interesting for the companies. Yeah, yeah makes sense. However, yeah. However, uh, academic PhDs tend to be more, uh, yeah, of course, from the name uh, academic and also, um, you know, highly scientific in contrast to uh, industrial PhDs. Yeah. Okay. And uh, one more point is, uh, if you look at academic PhDs, normally uh, the, the flexibility is higher in, uh, you know, the choice of topics because universities typically have a wide range of uh, interest or research topics. Yeah, okay. Yeah, whereas on the other hand, the industrial PhD, it has to be restricted to the topic of the uh, company. Exactly. Yes. Okay. And when I do when I do an industrial PhD, I am registered as a PhD student or a promotions student at uh, the university. Yes, that's right. All right. Yes. So I also get a like a supervising professor at the yes at the university. Yes. yes. 
so normally uh, you know uh, uh, only a university can uh, award a doctoral degree so the companies even though they support and fund the uh, phds they cannot really uh, uh, award a degree only the universities can do it and there also has to be a so called a supervising professor so in uh, german it's called a doctor vater or or a doctor uh, mutter so doctoral father or a doctoral uh, mother uh yeah and it's uh, necessary in order to get a phd that uh, you know a university is uh, uh, awarding this and there is a, a supervising professor assigned uh, to this all right yes. and the su- supervising professor um he does not have any relationship with the company he is just a he or she is just a normal professor working at the university yes yes that's right so normally um um yeah so normally uh, companies you know uh, german uh, companies are uh, especially companies which are in the high tech uh, technology sector they tend to have very close relationships with uh, universities and research uh, institutions so from that point of view they have some sort of uh, uh, contact with universities and they might have some kind of uh, research partnerships with the professors but but uh, you're right i mean the professors need not have any kind of link to the company all right okay so and the choosing the professor i have to do that myself or does the company do that for me yes so normally uh, you know the uh, company expects that uh, a candidate who starting an industrial phd he uh, is uh, sort of a uh, you know contact partner for uh, uh, partnerships with universities or uh, you know research institutions from that point of view they would like that uh, the industrial uh, phd candidate takes the initiative to set up a contact with the professor and also to uh, to uh, you know align with the professor uh, for potentially supervising his or her thesis but nevertheless like i said because uh, uh, companies tend to have very good relationship with the universities right it is also likely that they already know uh, some professors who are uh, working in the same topic and who might be willing to you know support the thesis so uh, to uh, summarize normally the candidate um, it's good if the candidate can find a supervisor of uh, their own but uh, the companies also usually help them okay yeah of course they have had uh, experience with this with the previous candidates as well so um yeah and they also you said they also have contacts at the university usually yes yes okay and you mentioned thesis mm-hmm. um so of course normally when you do a phd at the university you have to write a thesis at the end and then this thesis is evaluated um uh, so is this also the case with in industrial phd yes uh, precisely so in uh, germany uh, uh, um, or uh, a fundamental requirement of a phd is that a thesis is uh, published mm-hmm. uh, so uh, this applies for academic phd's as well as for industrial phd's so a thesis has to be published uh, for uh, for the thesis to be uh, for the phd degree to be awarded okay all right but um one thing that i then think about is um i'm writing a thesis uh, about something that has to do with the company um so first of all i what i write uh, as a part of the phd uh, do i also own the rights for this or does the company own the rights for this yeah 
this is a very good question so normally uh, uh, because the phd uh, you know inherently has the uh, um, has the requirement to publish the thesis the companies normally don't uh, um, or the comp companies are very supportive in the candidates uh, uh, publishing the thesis because this is a fundamental requirement uh, for the uh, doctoral degree However, uh, one must keep in mind that, you know, co companies uh, pro try to protect their uh, intellectual rights and uh, intellectual uh, properties uh, for obvious reasons. And from that point of view, they can, uh, for example, uh, withhold uh, publishing certain, you know, intellectual uh, property related uh, topics. For example, if there is a patent or if there is a new product developed or if there is a new technology developed, then of course the company is the key holder of this uh, uh, of these intellectual uh, properties of course the phd candidate might also have a certain share in it but uh, the fundamental uh, holder is the company okay and then uh, whether i can uh, use a piece of work and put it in my phd or uh, or whether i uh, i'm not allowed to do this because this is too confidential or so for the company uh, this is the decision of the company in the end. Yes, that, that's right. So normally, uh, yeah. So uh, the, the companies could uh, could uh, you know uh, prevent some parts of the thesis from being published. But uh, I think when the candidate is already working on the topic and uh, the candidate is already in the company, I think it's also the duty of the candidate to you know uh, be in regular uh, touch with his uh, supervisors to make sure uh, th that uh, you know th there is not a topic which might be potentially uh, contradictory to the company's uh, interests so from that point of view i think from a very early stage the candidate has to make sure um, you know the topics are well defined and uh, uh, in the end it's possible to publish uh, the thesis mm -hmm. and uh... With respect to, let's say, the monetary aspect, so you already suggested that um, in the university, one can get funding through a project or through a scholarship. And uh, usually in the industrial PhD, one can get uh, paid by the company because one is an employee of the company. Uh, do you think financially it makes more sense uh, or is it better uh, to do an industrial PhD because you earn more or you are... Uh, supported in a better way or something like this uh, yes so i would say um, from the financial point of view the difference is rather uh, uh, small um, at least i would not base my decision on this because you know the difference is really small and also uh, when one is in the uh, university uh, there are like you rightly uh, mentioned there are two ways of uh, um, financing uh, the thesis so one one is with a scholarship which is uh, typically not uh, as high as for a full-time job. But mm -hmm. in the university, it is also possible to do a project-based uh, uh, contract where, you know, the candidates, in addition to their PhD work, they also have to support in research projects. And in this case, also, the, uh, the uh, you know, the, the, uh, the salary could be as uh, good as a full-time employee. So from that point of view, I think uh, uh, there is not th that big of a difference whether one does a PhD in the university or in the industry. All right. But do you see uh, other benefits of doing an industrial PhD over an academic PhD? Uh, yes. Uh, so um, I think both uh, forms of PhD have their uh, own, uh, let's say, pros and cons, of course. 
but uh, industrial phds are uh, like i mentioned uh, they are more uh, applied or they're more practical and uh, uh, industry oriented okay so this means uh, the candidates have a very high level of uh, contact with the industry experts and uh, the candidates are also exposed to technical trends and market trends you know business relevance all of this um, uh, right from an early stage of the uh, phd so this means the candidates get a very uh, holistic and a business relevant understanding of their topic so at the end this makes the candidate an expert in his or her uh, uh, specialized field you know and and this is very interesting for the industry because you know the topics are normally uh, industry uh, relevant true mm -hmm. so true. this means uh, when the candidate is uh, um, uh, applying for a job after the phd for example uh, the the phd or the time that was spent during the phd is usually considered as uh, work experience ah uh, yes that's true mm -hmm. yes and because the topics were also very relevant for the industry uh, i think the candidates are at a higher uh, chance of landing a, a good job after their phd ah uh, okay so th this i think is the main uh, advantage of an industrial phd and uh, uh, of course, I mean, if someone has a clear uh, uh, direction to go to start a job or to have pursue a career in a in a company after their PhD, then I think industrial PhD may be a good choice for them. Okay, but if you want to uh, pursue a career in academia, then maybe a, a normal academic PhD might be better. Yes, uh, th that's perfectly uh, uh, precise. So, uh, in uh, academic PhD, normally, uh, you know, the uh, the work is more, uh, let's say, scientific and more uh, sometimes more theoretical. This means the uh, publications the, or the nature of the publications could be, you know, uh, significantly different. And this means uh, if the candidates want to do, for example, a postdoctoral. Uh, um, um project after at the end of their phd or you know start a career as a professor from that point of view i think it's best to go uh, for an academic phd okay okay yeah, yeah. and and one additional thing regarding industrial phd is that uh, you know let's say one year down the phd uh, or one year into the phd let's say the candidate uh, figures out that okay phd is not my thing then because they're already in a company, it's very easy for them to find an alternate job uh, in the company. Oh, that's true. And also, since this time has already been also uh, taken as a work experience, so it, the time doesn't go waste for them. Yes, exactly. Okay, yeah, that's true. It's safer in that way. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and do you think there are some disadvantages of, uh, uh, so you already mentioned one, which is that it's uh, maybe uh, for a career in academia, it's not the most suited and yes. maybe it's less scientific yes. uh, and theoretical. Um, is there any other disadvantage? Yeah. So one, uh, let's say at least uh, uh, one disadvantage that I can think of is uh, uh, th that you know when a candidate is based in a company he has uh, he or she has very less contact to the university the, this means uh, you know very less contact to the professors and also uh, uh, the candidates peers in the university so this is a sort of a, a bottleneck because uh, you know the candidate can cannot follow uh, as much uh, 
the research happening in the university you know so okay. th- this is the downside and also when uh, let's say the candidate is finalizing the uh, dissertation or the thesis at the end of the phd because the candidate does does not have direct access to the uh, university and to the professors this can be a little uh, let's say um little challenging i would not say it's a big ma- major uh, disadvantage but this can be one of the uh, challenging topics okay but not having access to uh, one's peers at the university um yeah do you think this is uh, this is a big disadvantage in terms of uh, like social exchange or like you are a bit alone in the company or uh, how do you think that this is yeah. a disadvantage yeah so um, yeah so of course uh, when, when the candidate is not based in the university uh, for example they cannot go out for lunch or you know for coffee with the professor or with their course researchers so or you know have some quick chat meeting someone on the corridor this does not happen when the candidate is not based in the university this is the downside but then in return for this they because the candidates are based in the industry right they can have this kind of uh, chat or you know this kind of exchange with uh, their industrial peers yeah yeah so it's like uh, some uh, you know uh, it's like a trade off yeah of course i mean the, and the other people in the in the company are not doing phds so maybe they're not in the same situation but okay yeah they are not alone either uh, yes yes that's true that's yes true. yeah so uh, if uh, one is based in the uh, university then let's say the uh, atmosphere is very you know conducive for a phd mm, whereas yeah. in a company that may not be fully the case you know because uh, people there are doing a regular job and maybe you are one of the uh, uh, 5% of the people who are actually doing a phd uh, within the company so you know uh, th- that would be a slight a slight difference that's true yeah very very valid point yeah um so moving on to after the phd uh, so i guess the one of the major uh, main things would be that uh, one could get a job at the same company later on um how high are the chances uh, to get a permanent position in the same organization after the uh, industrial phd yes i would say the chances are really very very high of the you know the candidate converting a phd uh, contract into a full time contract uh, for uh, several reasons first reason is that uh, because the candidate is already based in the company right he has a lot of contacts maybe with the managers or uh, you know technical leads or uh, hr so from that point of view he has a much better visibility into the organization second thing is the candidate also knows the work culture of the company uh, very well so i think the candidate is also from that point of view very suitable and very desirable for the hiring managers because they are already part of the organization they know how the uh, organization functions this is the second thing and third uh, thing which is also not to be underestimated is that they have access to the internal job openings uh, usually in the company and this is uh, one of uh, you know sometimes this can make a major difference because not all the uh, job openings in a company are published uh, externally okay mm-hmm. yeah that's true but, but but also looking at it from the hr uh, recruiter point of view i think uh, a candidate who's already in the company and who is a certain expert in a certain field 
I think there would be no better candidate uh, than to hire this candidate uh, or, you know, to give a first preference to this candidate. So from that point of view, I think uh, chances are really very high of landing a, a permanent position in the same organization. At least in my experience, I have seen most of my peers uh, uh, continuing their uh, uh, job in the same uh, company many times even in the same team uh, after their phd in my specific case for example uh, i have been in the same uh, team since i started my uh, uh, phd which means i did not have to even uh, uh, move to a different desk <laughs> that's not <laughs> after my phd <laughs> that's nice yeah yeah i mean it makes total sense right uh, for someone who wants to hire uh, a new person into the company it makes sense to hire someone who they are already familiar with and on the other hand for the candidate also um, if they are looking for a good job they already know okay uh, they, i have this option and i know how uh, things work in this company so it's good for both the sides yes yeah. and but are there other career options also that maybe one should consider in your view yeah yeah so normally uh, after after a phd in a let's say certain industrial topic right so normally there are also uh, other companies working on uh, similar topics uh, right so th this means the candidates could also be potentially attractive to uh, other companies who are working on the same uh, let's say technology or um, on uh, in the similar area of uh, expertise or application so from that point of view, I think the candidates would also be or would stand a high chance in getting recruited at competitor companies. Okay, that's and, true as well. And the job roles could be, for example, something like a, a development expert or, you know, a technical lead or even a manager. So this is really depending on the candidate. But also not completely impossible is to have a career in uh, academics after uh, uh, after an industrial PhD because I've seen at least a couple of examples of this happening. So it's not really impossible. So if if one is really keen to go into academics, I think it is possible. Okay. But but I would say the uh, easiest and the, let's say more uh, reasonable option is to continue in industry after uh, after an industrial PhD. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, and. With an academic PhD, usually uh, I know that um, I'm free to take as much time as I want, like theoretically. Uh, but of course, my money, uh, the funding runs out after usually three years, four years or so. Um, and then I need to always try to get more funding uh, through projects or scholarships or whatever. How, how does it uh, work in industrial PhD? So yeah. do I have like a fixed time frame to finish the PhD? Yeah, so th this uh, depends really on the uh, company and might vary from uh, case to case also within a given company. Uh, but usually uh, candidates might be given like uh, three to four years for a, a PhD. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think if the candidate is not doing uh, or if the candidate is doing reasonable work, I think it's not really uh, difficult to extend this contract i think the companies are normally supportive uh, to extend this because in the end uh, when the candidate concludes uh, uh, his or her uh, uh, work uh, her research work then i think this is beneficial not just for the candidate but also for the company so from that point of view normally industries are highly supportive of uh, also um, 
extending the contract in case uh, this can be justified but i would say uh, in an in academics you were right so typically three to five years is uh, uh, a typical let's say uh, time uh, needed for phd so in the academics side maybe uh, at least in case of uh, structured programs uh, this is more on the uh, lower limit so this is close to three years typically and in the industry because it's an individual uh, phd and because you know a lot of times uh, uh, the candidate might also have to do some uh, work which is other than the phd research work it's easy to have it uh, let's say extended uh, so normally in industry uh, it could take up to five years to uh, complete a phd all right okay okay that's good to know yes but extending a contract uh, or uh, yeah extending the tenure this is not really a challenge i think uh, this this is fine okay yeah uh, thanks a lot ajay uh, it's a lot of very useful information uh, thanks a lot for speaking with us and i hope next time we will speak about uh, uh, how to apply for uh, an industrial phd and how to find the right industrial phd Yes, thanks a lot, uh, Paris, also for uh, uh, having me here. It was my uh, pleasure to uh, share my thoughts and experiences, and I look forward to the next uh, session. Right. Thank you. Thank you. That's all, folks. Thank you for listening. Remember to subscribe to our podcast and check out our blog on IndiaToGermany.com. See you in the next episode.